Welcome to the Mind Vine Podcast, where we challenge the stigma associated with mental illness through conversations about a variety of issues impacting mental health. Here we bring you news, views, and interviews that intrigue, educate, and celebrate recovery. Leading us on this journey are the hosts of the Mind Vine Podcast, Daryl Mathers and Chris Bovey. So we're talking about quality standards, um, behavioral symptoms of dementia, and we're on the MindVine podcast. My name is Daryl Mathers, and I'm with Andra Duff-Waskowski, director of our geriatric program here at Ontario Shores, and Dr. Robin Waxman, psychiatrist uh, of geriatric program here also at Ontario Shores. So welcome to you both. Thanks for having us. So as I mentioned off the top, we're talking about um, Health Quality Ontario's recently developed, I guess recent in the last, uh, you know, uh, I guess year and a bit. Um, there's three standards, I believe, that relate to mental health. Um, we've talked uh, pr- on previous podcasts about uh, quality standards as it relates to major depression mm-hmm. and schizophrenia. And now we're talking about the behavioral symptoms of dementia. And this is something that's very close to uh, both of your roles here at Ontario Shores. So if you can tell me from both your perspectives, uh, what does it mean to uh, a staff person here at Ontario Shores and a family member whose loved one might be receiving care at Ontario Shores to have a standard as it relates to dementia? Yeah, so I can start. So providing care to someone with a diagnosis of dementia who has behavioral symptoms can be very challenging, um, you know, for the family, for the interprofessional team. And it really helps to have a standardized, systematic, organized care approach that really is using all the evidence that we have from research uh, for patients with dementia and behavioral symptoms. So that when a patient comes to Ontario Shores, they're going through a very clear, organized care pathway that the entire interprofessional team is aware of and um, can use simply and help the family go through that care pathway so they know exactly what to expect when they're getting admitted to Ontario Shores and the kind of treatments and services that we're going to offer. It's very, very similar for for the uh, the staff here as well. it, it's, it's a guide for them, it's a compass for them. So, uh, and uh, all of the quality standards, again, are, are based on best evidence uh, and research. So uh, what we've done is we've integrated that into our pathway, as Dr. Waxman has said, and also into our electronic medical record uh, so that it guides the staff in their practices. When it comes to dementia, are there unique factors that, um you're dealing with whether from a family perspective or a patient perspective where this really comes in handy like I would imagine with all mental illnesses but there's a lot of anxiety I would imagine on the part of the family members when they're coming into care here does this help kind of build communication with the family members at all is it a conversation starter yeah definitely I mean it's a very important area to have a quality standard because these patients often they can be frail they have a lot of medical comorbidities other psychiatric comorbidities Uh, often these families have been taking care of them in their homes and they suffer from various degrees of caregiver burden so just to have a place where all the staff are aware of what this illness is can provide a lot of education and a guide to how we're going to best improve the quality of life of not only the patient, but also for the family. So the family's extremely involved in every, in every patient case that we have here. I find a, a really helpful piece to, uh, to the quality standards is um, non-pharmacological interventions, uh, which is basically 
interventions that are not medication, um, which is a huge, huge portion of uh, the treatment that we do uh, for patients uh, with dementia who have responsive behaviors. Um, And labeling that as a treatment, a valid treatment, I think gives it weight. Um, Family members can do non-pharmacological interventions. Uh, So that's also another way to connect with the families. Um, If we're finding pet therapy or robotic pet therapy, uh, aroma therapy, uh, if these uh, interventions are working uh, on our unit, uh, these are easily translatable into another uh, environment. These standards were developed... uh one of the leads was actually Dr. Uh, Elan Fischler, who's a physician-in-chief here at Ontario Shores and also heavily involved in their geriatric program. But it was also, from what I understand, also patients or family members, excuse me, probably for this one, and other uh, professionals in, in mental health care. So you come up with this document um, that's basically what to expect when you're, you're um, receiving treatment for dementia, and now you've got to implement it into your organization. Uh, so what kind of what changes, what kind of path did we have to go on to make this a reality in our organization? I can start by talking about yes, the, sure, the environment. Um, so uh, first of all, I talk about engagement. Uh, so family uh, engagement and staff engagement, uh, talking about the quality standards, um, a huge portion of uh, the quality standards as well is the environment, the care environment. Uh, so we took on uh, a full environmental uh, reconfiguration uh, on that unit. We actually, patients went up to a vacant unit and then we remodeled uh, the entire environment. Uh, so having uh, family members of patients uh, help to guide us through that whole remodeling uh, was really important. Yeah, and I think just to build on that, it required, like you said, a lot of engagement and education, right? So we had a lot of uh, staff education days where the entire interprofessional team got to learn all about the quality standards for dementia care and got to practice the non-pharmacological approaches and really work together and get excited about this new standardized approach that we're providing on our units. Was it something that was greeted with apprehension by staff at all? Is it something that you really had to, you talk about engagement, but did you have to um, sell it for lack of a better term? Like how did that process kind of uh, shape out? I think our, our staff uh, are so passionate and dedicated. Um, a, a lot of the staff that have been working uh, uh, on our dementia units have been there for quite some time. I think there was some nervousness. Uh, am I going to get this right? Because uh, I've been doing uh, an amazing job for years. Uh, and how is that going to compare uh, to the dementia quality standards? Uh, and I think what we, what we found now, because we, we regularly review the metrics, uh, we have a dashboard that sort of is our guide, uh, and we can show staff, you know, what you have been doing uh, is very, very similar to the dementia quality standards. Uh, we're just upping the game a little bit. Uh, so providing that um, uh, chance for a reflective practice uh, and then support has been really helpful to, to calm their nerves. And when they've yeah. seen it in action, have you seen a change kind of in their uh, approach to the standard or the, you know, even the mention of the word standard? Is it, have you seen, a, a, you know, kind of their anxiety kind of? Yeah, definitely been a process. Anytime there's change, it can mean different documentation. So I think it, a lot of it was getting used to how to document around the new standards. So one of the main standards is that each person who comes in has a comprehensive assessment. And this requires a lot of evidence-based scales 
that are actually in our electronic health record. So when someone first comes in, there is a lot more documenting around that person in terms of scales and new uh, templates that people are using. But once they got used to it, I think that they realize how useful it is. And it's much better in terms of the communication between the other members of the team when we can easily look at a scale and get a good sense of what's happening with this patient and then use these scales over time to really monitor for change. And you've obviously seen a documented positive impact on treatment of patients with dementia? Absolutely. Um, So uh, one of the outcomes that we use uh, on our uh, Dementia Quality Standard dashboard is the the RIE assessment, which is a tool that we use here. Um, And uh, the agitation and aggression scale is a particular scale on that uh, measure. Um, And we're seeing that most patients, so around 75% of patients, have a decrease in their agitation and aggression uh, from their time here. Um, and that's just one little scale. Mm-hmm. There's also, you know, wandering behavior, um, behavior during care. Um, yeah. What about from the family perspective when you're introducing this and having discussions about it? What is their reaction to it maybe at the beginning and then as you're going through the process? Uh, do they uh, engage in the standard? Are they asking questions or how does that uh, process? What does that process look like? Sure, yes. So part of the care pathway is that we have regular meetings with families. And one of the standards is we meet with families within two weeks of the admission. Often we're meeting them the day that the patient comes in. But during that meeting, we're reviewing so many different aspects of health care for a person with dementia. For example, advanced directives discussions. And often this is the first time families have had an opportunity to talk about what their loved one would want, what the future is going to look like with this type of illness. Uh, We review... Um, all the powers of attorney, all the other things that can really help families to help manage their family members' care as best as possible. So they're really on board. They're getting contacted all the time for family meetings, which I think makes them feel like part of the team and well-supported. We we are among, we are the first, if not among the first, uh, to implement this standard. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give other organizations when they're going down this road? Um, I would say uh, change management uh, for sure is something uh, to uh, really be reflective on. Um, Our frontline staff are are working very, very hard uh, every day, and uh, it's a lot of work. As Dr. Waxman said, there are a whole bunch of new assessments uh, that have come in, um, which are amazing and can give us amazing data, but it it does add to the workload of the frontline staff. Uh, So working with the staff, um, uh, taking... uh, uh, their feedback into play and sort of helping to shape how we can operationalize this. Um, and then my second uh, would be uh, sustainability. So some way in which we can monitor uh, and monitor n- not just metrics, but also quality uh, of what we're doing. Well, from your perspective, anything, any advice that you would give uh, another organization or somebody, or even if it's just uh, somebody that's being impacted by this, you know, from a clinical perspective? Yeah, I think it really helps when I was able to see some of the data of patients that went through some of the standardized um, pieces, for example, the medication piece. So I saw the data of when you use a really standardized approach to treating the behavioral symptoms of dementia with medication, and I saw how well people did. That was, that really excited me and, you know, made me, help me embrace the change that was coming, even though it did mean maybe learning new templates and new documentation. So I think getting to see the proof and that it works 
can really help people embrace the change. We know that this is an illness that's on the rise and that our population is aging. Mm -hmm. How important do you think having a standard in place and having it implemented like we, like we do at our organization and other organizations, is it going to be in the future as we kind of uh, deal with this increase? I think it's so very important. Um, it's ensuring that the treatment that we provide here at Ontario Shores is all evidence-based uh, and as standardized as possible. Um, our healthcare system is, is overburdened. Um, this has also, in adopting the quality standards, has allowed us to uh, improve our patient flow uh, through our units. We've almost uh, doubled the amount of patients that we have been able to see over the past mm -hmm. year, uh, which is pretty amazing. Um, so I think it's efficient uh, quality care. What about the interest? Is there lots of interest from colleagues, uh, you know, your other affiliations in your professional life? Like, what's the reaction been like? Oh, definitely. So I've had emails from people I don't know, from other institutions across Canada actually asking, what is our approach to behavioral symptoms and dementia? How are we managing these patients? How have we implemented these changes all the time? So there's a lot of interest. And the important piece is how these approaches and techniques are going to continue for the person when they leave Ontario Shores. Yeah. So I think a big focus now is transferring that knowledge and the quality of care mm -hmm. to the next setting that that person's going to be in, whether it's a long-term care home, back to an acute care hospital, or back to their own home. Well, thank you very much, both of you, for taking the time today to talk more about this, because I really feel, I mean, it's not so much that I feel. The reality is that this, this is a big issue, right? And it's going to become an even bigger oh, yeah. issue. So it's great that we are, you know, at the forefront and being a, a good neighbor, too, as well, sharing information, sharing knowledge. So if people want more information about the standard, they can go to hqontario.ca or visit ontarioshores.ca. So thank you both. And, uh, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Together begins and ends.